you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit bosses. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, guys. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In the Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. Merry Christmas, everybody. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever fine. Where do you, why did you just throw my, your Santa? I, I got I you a Santa hat. Been. I bought you a Santa hat. I bought you a Santa hat. Put it, pick it up and put it on. No, I don't want to put it on. What's your problem? Put it on. I have no problem. I'm wearing wear one. A Santa hat. I want to have the Santa hat in my head the whole episode. It's Sasha's take... got a little elf hat on. All right, that's good for Sasha. I'm happy you have your hat on. I just don't, don't want to wear touch one. my hat again. I just don't want to wear put one. Put your hat on. I don't want to wear one. Whatever. I'm not happy. We're working on Christmas Day. How about that? We're not actually working on Christmas Day. We did. We stayed. We, hey, can we I spent just time say away for our family Christmas Eve to watch Raw, and now we're working on Christmas Day. Can I just say something? What? How fortuitous was it for us? Oh, my God. Amazing. Right? It like, was amazingly fortuitous. that the We're double shooting sh- this a week ago. Yeah. The, the double, double dose of Raw happened to go down here in Sacramento, so we could go to it, <laughs> record our recap a week in advance for it to go up. Christmas Eve night. Like, why is it? Why Christmas is it? This order. is the year that McMahon decided. Ah, I mean, did the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future actually visit him? I he have said, the "Answer. I'm not gonna. What? Have, what is it? It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> it is. It's absolutely a Christmas miracle. We went to the show a week in advance, so we don't have to work." On Christmas, it's great. Oh, you wouldn't have worked on Christmas anyway. We would just would have skipped it. We would no, have. We would have done it. something like a. Like an all question episode or something. Yeah, we, well, something. Well, we raw, can't skip episodes. We the, can't. YouTube the actual Christmas episode would not have been reviewed. No, it would. It'd be like Crown Jewel. It wouldn't have been reviewed, but for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Anyways, because we're recording this in advance, I mean, what were we gonna do? Solicit questions from just people who were there. No, we can't. I guess do that. we could have done that. It would have been like Ron. Ron was Mike there. James was there. Yeah. Yeah, we could have, but it would have been a, a, a Charles Ford was there. Yeah, a select group of of, of friendos to ask questions. So we'll just recap raw. We're just I gonna mean, recap it's raw. It's Christmas. People have better things to do. We had no questions here, unless they have like somebody got a new iPhone and ooh, I want to listen to my podcast specifically. Yeah. They want to yeah. watch us. Fair enough. I know people on Christmas they got time, you know, off hopefully, and they're sitting around just. Enjoying I, I am day. actually kind of legitimately curious. 
And not that I'd want to test it out because today is Christmas. No, this is going on Christmas Eve night. Oh, Remember? that's right. Late. Yeah, we're doing we're this, right, put after this up episode right after the episode right after on the East Coast or West Coast? West Coast. No, East Coast. Oh, that's going to be so... 8 p.m. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We can't do Well, there's it. not like anything major happened. There's no huge spoilers. I don't even know what we're going to title this All thing. right. So... How about this? Split the difference. <laughs> no, we're not doing it during Raw. No, West Coast is fine. West Coast is fine. 11 o'clock is fine. Because here's the thing. Let me ask you this. If this is wildly successful... I guess we got to do it every week then. <laughs> oh, man. Massive, desperation. We, you know, Thanks we, to YouTube, we, desperation. We talked about making some changes around here come New Year. Massive upheaval. Uh, Mondays and Tuesdays, pretty much exclusively work days. As in, we get up, we come to work, we go home, we rest our heads in our pillows. I got here in the office at, at 9.15 this morning. Why did you get come so early? Because I'm just, I'm, I'm like, dude, it's crunch time. I got to get stuff done. I got oh, okay. tape trade done today. Oh, you should let me know. I could have come by. Oh, no. no, look, look, man. It's, I, whatever you got going, we're, look, the new year, we're both going to be here at 9 o'clock in the morning mm -hmm. every day, which is totally fine. I was just like, you know what, man? I just, there's stuff I want to get done, so I got it done. Good. So it's not, it's not a big deal. I'll probably do it for the rest until, like, the new year. Um, and then continue to yeah. do it, but whatever. Uh, in a nutshell, the Christmas episode again. They probably filmed a good fifteen minutes of stuff that we don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, there's fifteen minutes of mystery content that we <laughs> yeah. aren't privy to because we were there sitting in our seats. They filmed about two hours of stuff. Yeah. So usually, an episode of Raw sans commercials about two hours and fifteen minutes. There's about fifteen minutes of commercials per hour of television. Yeah, give or take. Um, so there's anywhere between, yeah, 12, 15 minutes of stuff that we don't know what's going to be. There'd probably be a lot of recaps from both last week, this, the, the episode of the 17th. They're going to replay that entire, they might replay that entire McMahon speech. Good, that's they, might do that. they might do that. Um, so I don't really know if they're going to have a whole lot of backstage stuff. We saw one thing backstage. And that we was saw it. one thing, but you know what? That was necessary to facilitate the story, yes. wasn't it? I think it was a Seth interview. Yeah. Oh, kind of, because he just he just spoke about uh, he was asked if he was worried about uh, Dean coming out and, yeah. and bothering him during his match. But I can see if it wasn't necessary for like what we were watching, they no, would, it wouldn't have happened. They probably all. filmed other because stuff. Nothing maybe. here, nothing else here necessitates an interview at any point. Right? Yeah. Well, there was a Drew interview in the ring too. Yeah, that was great because Drew is the man. So if this is missing some stuff, we apologize. Yes, we this were is there. Based on what we saw, but I don't think if this is anything, it's, it's not going to be much, and it, I, I doubt they're going to shoot any segments backstage for yeah. any sort of major angle swerves or anything like this. this so, yeah, you, you sort of said that, you know, not a lot happened. It's Christmas. This this went up on Christmas Eve, or yeah, this episode aired on Christmas Eve. Eve. Yeah. So there wasn't going to be any call-ups, shake-ups. Um, debuts. Debuts. The process is going to be a slower one. It'll probably we'll probably see a lot more uh, two weeks from now, and then mm -hmm. leading into the Rumble. Yes, I'm 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 looking forward to seeing what what they've got in plan. I want to see if they're really gonna listen more to the mm -hmm. fans and stay out mm -hmm. of the way and let wrestlers wrestle and mm -hmm. enough PP caca stuff. Yeah, no more PP. No more PP. Um, but here's the thing: even though there wasn't any huge angles in this show, even though there wasn't really any story development. It's not to say it's not worth watching because it is. It focused on wrestling, and every match on here had something good going on with it. Okay, so I thought, yeah, it did. 
I, the, the, my biggest takeaway from the night as it pertains to the big shakeup was Rude and Gable versus The Revival. Really good wrestling Great match. match. Really, really good triple, wrestling triple match. Threat. Drew versus Dolph versus Finn. Really good. Really good match. Uh, the Rousey Natalia match. Oh, excellent. I thought that was really good. That I was, that was excellent. Really good. Yeah, that was really good. In the main event. Seth I'm interested Baron to see how the Ronda one plays out on TV. Me too. People might call that messy. I thought it was. I thought it just looked like Ronda was was trying to get in a lot of the judo stuff. Yeah. But I don't really know what that looks like necessarily. I thought it looked legit though. I yeah. mean, live anyways. Yeah. It looked like a, it looked like a, a, a kind of like a shoot wrestling match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even the the street fight was was. Was gimmicky. Oh, but I it was enjoyed fun. the street it fight. Was fun. Here, I like I like Elias and and the Leo Lashley thing is growing on me. Like I, at first I liked it, then I didn't like it, and now I think I like it again. Yeah. All in all, it had a very house show feel. It did, yeah. Because it was focused on wrestling and not yeah. angles so much. Yeah. Um, and pretty much across the board, everybody delivered. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, the episode kicked off with an Elias promo. He, uh, well, he gave ripped us, off a solo too. He yeah, we got a solo, and then we got a a, a song, a new uh, Christmas classic penned by Elias himself. He said this is a new song, but I'm I'm sure it's going to be a classic, sung every year on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, not surprisingly, he just talked a lot of trash about Elias. Well, I'm sorry about Lashley. He preceded that with uh, saying that children are annoying. Well, yeah, in the song, in the song, and then yeah, eventually went to. Uh, he transitioned from that into talking about Leo Rush. Well, because he's, he thinks he, Elias legit thinks that Leo is an actual child. Mm-hmm. And then all goes to the chorus, which was Bobby Lashley sucks. Right, yeah. Song interrupted by Lashley and Leo Rush make their way down the ring. Match begins. Mm-hmm. First high spot is when Elias throws a tree at Bobby Lashley ringside. That's pretty shocking. Yeah, he picks up a tree and chucks it at him. <laughs> and then Lashley takes the bump, another tree bump. Uh, a tree shot from Elias. Um, in the ring, Leo goes for final hour. Elias gets his knees up. Um, and then uh, shortly after that, Lashley grabs one of the presents wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And inside is a bunch of Legos. <laughs> pours them all on the floor. Now, I was excited for that, man. If you've ever stepped on Legos, I'd rather step on a thumbtack, honestly. I'm wondering if that's where he gets that that children, that, that kids are annoying because they can leave their Legos out. And you step on it and it sucks. And it sucks. You know, here's the thing, man. It's not even, it's not just Legos. That little runt of mine, Alabama, she will leave the most random stuff out and I'll step on it and it's horrifying. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely terrible. Like the, the density of this plastic these days is off the charts. I know. Um, Legos are terrifying also. They are very rigid, very sharp. Um, and so when they dumped that out, awesome. I was like, not like, forgiving in the least. What what did they dump out? Oh, during the uh, was it the cruiserweight the tornado match when they dumped oh, yeah, out a little mini pinatas. Yeah, which you made the note. You're like that, that's not ter- that's not threatening, which I thought was hilarious. Um, but as was established last week, Steve, I am mirthless. Yeah, that's true. So I'm I'm kind of surprised they didn't have like gingerbread you know gingerbread men yeah, you know, yeah, little yeah, cookies yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. They went Legos. I was I was actually impressed by that. Um, so yeah, uh, the, there's a top ropes or a, a, a spot on the middle or top ropes where Lashley and Elias are kind of jockeying for position. In the end, Lashley takes the bump mm-hmm. off the middle rope onto the Legos, 
Sells it for all it's worth. He's got a couple Legos stuck in his back. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, it looked great. Ow. It was awesome. Uh, after that, uh, this was basically, you You mentioned this during the live show. It was basically a squash match. It was an Elias uh, Lashley squash match because then Elias got a fire extinguisher out of nowhere, which really has nothing to do with Christmas, uh, and he just destroyed uh, Lashley with the chemical from the fire extinguisher. And then I think he gave him a dong with it, didn't he? Yeah. 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 And then he pushed Lashley into Leo, who was on the uh, a- the apron. He went through a table. Leo goes through a table. Yeah. And yeah. then he produced a bowling ball. Elias got out a bowling ball because uh, at that point, Lashley was in the corner. Correct. Uh, sitting down, basically, with his legs wide open. Elias measured, came back, and had a good follow through mm-hmm. and hit Bobby Lashley in his front area. Square in the front area. Front area. Square in the front area. Euphemism for the D. Oh, yeah. Um, then Elias finds like a mini cello mm-hmm. and then proceeds to destroy it over Lashley's back. Bobby Lashley took not one, <clears throat> but two shots to the back with musical instruments on this night. Yeah. First a guitar yeah. in the first episode of Raw. Yeah, that guitar like like disintegrated. This cello did not. No, it just broke at the handle. It just broke at the handle. That looked like it legit hurt. Yeah, that, that looked really horrible. Hurt. That was a sturdy cello. I'm sure the they guitar did, one did. They too. didn't gimmick that at all. Yeah. Um, so Elias hits Lashley with the cello, picks up the win. Afterwards, he's walking around ringside, making his way towards the ramp and dumps a hole. A punch bowl full of eggnog on Leo Rush. That actually made that that had that, that gave, probably made that probably gave you some heat with Elias. It was, yeah, loved, man, he had heel heat with me on you that. You love one. eggnog, and that was wasted. I love me some eggnog, man. It's too viscous. It's too thick. See, I don't care about texture as long as it, it got the taste. Do you put rum in it? No, man. I don't know. I need a pure rum. What am I? No, man. Kicking it up a notch. I like my life. I don't need to take the edge off. I like to keep the edge right there. Yeah, where's keeps that? Me, keeps me sharp. Oh, no. <laughs> you like the edge be gone? Yeah. Yeah. I like no edge. <laughs> if I lose the edge, then maybe I'll get some mirth. Yeah. Well, with edge, I'm mirthless. Dude, you need you definitely need to take the edge off then. Yeah. 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 See, I'm, I'm, I'm mirthful. No. Always, yeah. 24-7. No. A little house of titles there fell apart. Uh, next, we had a tag title match. Uh, Rude and Gable taking on the challengers. The Revival, of course. The Re- yeah. Yeah, the Revival won a number one contender match previous week on Raw. Did you point out, was that new gear the Revival was wearing? Yeah, they changed gear. Pretty much everybody changed gear from the first taping to the yeah. second. Except Sasha. Sasha had the same gear. Um, this was great. There was some stuff the Revival did I hadn't seen him do before. Like that time, they pretty much dumped Chad Gable right on his head. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was like a was that a German suplex and uppercut combo? Yeah. So like duh, w- Dawson, I think delivered the suplex while Wilder did like an uppercut. Yeah. Did like an uppercut, and it was high angle, high angle. Boy, it, that looked great though. It did. That looked so great. And Gable, everything he does is so smooth and oh, crisp yeah. in the ring. Oh yeah. I would imagine it's made even better because he's fighting the revival, not like you know a team like AOP. They're not the Smoothest. Yeah. They're not the most graceful wrestlers in the world, but the Revival, they, they have it. And so I yeah. think that the timing with them is probably really, really good. The thing, really too, about the, the Revival, and we haven't seen this a whole lot since they've been on Raw, their patented heel tag team tactics. Mm-hmm, yeah. They, they're they the best at getting those those quick little sneaky tags in and out. Yeah. Um, running interference for their partners, distracting the ref, and taking mm-hmm. advantage of it. No one does it better than the Revival. Yeah. Nobody. Truth. Um, and we really got to see that in this match. In the end, though, however, uh, Chad Gable picks up the win, pitting Scott Dawson with the roll-up. 
Great match. Now, R- I great think showcase for the revival. There was some controversy at the end because, if I'm not mistaken, they were both claiming that Dawson wasn't the legal man. Um, so it wouldn't surprise me if we saw a return match. Mm-hmm. Again, they'll probably play that up on TV. I just saw what they were yelling about in the ring, not what commentary. I didn't hear what commentary was saying. Yeah, we didn't hear any of the commentary. They'll probably, that, that'll probably, you know. Good. I want this yeah. to continue. Me too. I want this to keep on going, man. Give these it's, guys 25 minutes on Raw. Because here's the thing. The better, the, the more matches Rude and Gable have with the Revival, the better Rude and Gable's chemistry is going to be. Mm-hmm. We've seen that. Tag teams mm-hmm. get better when they fight mm-hmm. the Revival. Mm-hmm. Man, I really hope they get... Like, here's the thing. I don't want them just to put the tag titles on them. I want that moment to have feel to, to feel earned. Yes. You know? Yes. After all the revivals have gone through. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Agreed. Next triple threat match. Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor. Drew had an interview beforehand. I mean, he might be the nicest guy, but when he's in there talking, I believe he is a Scottish psychopath. The Scottish psychopath. It sounded better when there was a lot of white noise from the arena. Yeah. I thought my Drew McIntyre was better than it was. Well, your voice is a little hoarser at that point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, sing the Revival's theme a lot. Maybe it'll come back to you. Um, So when he had an interview, he said, uh, uh, I think it was Charlie in the ring, said, uh, do you think Finn and Dolph are going to team up? Are you you worried about that? He was like, they should team up on me. I would. I would. But he said he's (laughs) going to have a Christmas feast, so he's alluding to eating them. I honestly was kind of disappointed he did not. At least take a bite out of somebody. Take huh? a bite. Take a chunk. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, it's a really, really fun yeah. match. Yeah. Um, and uh, Finn got the pin on Dolph after a coup de grace. There was a, there was a bunch of uh, good bits. They were teaming up on Drew for a spell. At the beginning, yeah. But Drew, whenever he had the opportunity, he would just shove one and they'd go flying. Oh, there's this great spot. Here. Contrast a really good uh, heel who embodies his character every time he's out there doing it and drew with Dean Ambrose where I've said this for the longest time where drew just the way he moves the way he does every little detail of how he presents himself on camera uh, fully embodies his heel persona just the way he grabs the rope the way he moves there's one spot where he had Finn and just a basic arm bar and he's rubbing his face with his forearm now I remember you 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 hit me and you said, why doesn't Dean do that? Yeah, vicious. Like, you could tell there was some friction going on there. Yeah. And right after he did with that, he notices Dolph trying to get back in the ring. So he still has the armbar and Finn. He takes his left foot and kicks Dolph out of the ring. Yeah. Continues uh, putting pressure on Finn's limb. Drew is the absolute best. He moves with such purpose, such intensity with every little thing he does. I think the mo- one of the more interesting things to come out of this shake-up thing is going to be if we hear from any wrestlers... No, obviously not. They're not going to put their name. Not to on it. the record. Yeah, not on the record. But if we get any leaks or any like anonymous, you know, people on the roster saying that things might change backstage in terms of are they being given more freedom to book their own stuff, a mm-hmm. um, little looser with the scripts so they can improvise during promos, stuff that like that. That might matter. That might matter. Because we were on the way back, we were listening to something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Yeah, talking about Vengeance 2001, which we just did the going in raw view about. And it was interesting. They were talking about that bit with uh, with uh, Austin and Van Dam, mm-hmm. where before the cameras went live, Rob Van Dam was saying, "Well, what can I do? Can I do this? Can I do that?" And Stone Cold just said, "Just roll with it, go." And so they had this bit where Van Dam grabs Stone Cold's watch and listens to it because that's mm-hmm. what Stone Cold was doing back then. And afterwards, Vince was like, "Who wrote that? That's great." Yeah, I mean, it's it's you hear stories like that where Vince is impressed with somebody's improvisational skills. You wonder why they don't really 
try to do that more often mm -hmm. because not all the time, but some of the time, the results are vastly better than what anybody could have written. You know what? Well, because things like big casts happen. I know. You know? And here's the thing. It, I mean, when, it's, when it's you not look, a cover all. It's not a, it can't be a cover, uh, uh, a philosophy that covers everybody. I don't think, you know? Um, I think people should be given opportunities to show what they can do in terms of improvising. But if, if they're not comfortable in that scenario, then yeah, work with the writers. So I would spec, I would speculate that a guy like Samoa Joe probably, he probably feels free to improvise a little bit here and there. Um, guys like when he was there, big cast probably should not have been taking the liberties that he took, especially after literally Vince McMahon himself, if reports and rumors and yeah. stuff were to be believed. Yeah. That Mr. Man said, no, I don't do that. And he did it anyways. Yeah. Well, obviously, yeah. Yeah. But so I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I wouldn't suggest that people get, uh, have free reign to do whatever they want in terms yeah. of their promos and such. But yeah. it should be a far more collaborative process than hear script five minutes before you talk type situation. And you know? we, we only, I mean, we've heard that from like multiple actual WWE wrestlers like Sasha Banks, one of them basically said, yeah, we get the script and then we go out there and do it. Mm -hmm. So it's not just us saying this is how the process works. We, we, we think it should be changed. It's, this is what wrestlers have complained about. Yes. yes. And, and I can kind of see that point. Well, and, and it puts, it puts the emphasis, it seems from creative or at least Vince on having the talents do the beats rather than worrying about a performance. Mm -hmm, so yeah. If you're giving your script five minutes before you actually go out there, it takes a really good actor to read that script, digest it, and not just memorize the lines, but figure out how you're going to perform it so it's yeah. most effective. Yeah, we've seen countless wrestlers searching for their lines, and it just doesn't work. No. But then at the same time, then you have, a, like, if you look out, like, sometimes when you watch an episode of Impact, for example, and somebody drops a promo, and it's obviously not scripted, and it's terrible... So, I mean, I don't know. I get that maybe they're just playing it safe. You know, better be safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's like we have this system. People need to fit within the system. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. There's a middle ground. There's I a middle ground. I would think that there's think, a middle ground. That yeah. I think would be the, probably the most effective. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Finn, yeah, you mentioned picked up the win. Pitting Dolph after a coup de grace. Afterwards, Drew starts laying into Dolph. Dolph hits him with a zigzag. Drew is like, you're always my problem. So make me feel bad or something. On the New Year's Eve edition of Raw, we'll have their blow off. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be good. And then come January 7th, we'll really get the fresh start happening. Are they going to pre tape next or not yes. next week? They're yes. going to pre tape I think it's New on the, the 28th and 29th or 29th and 30th. So it's oh, okay. next weekend, they're taping the, the New Year's Eve Raw and the New Year's Day SmackDown. So I think the 26th is the house show at MSG. So it's either 27th, 28th, or 28th, 29th. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, uh, after that, we had a six-man tag match. I'm sorry, a six-woman six tag, tag match. match. Mickey James, Alicia Fox, and Dana Brooke took on Sasha Banks, Ember Moon, and Bailey. So you were you were you went to go get some popcorn on the lookout for popcorn. You missed uh, Ember Moon uh, delivered an eclipse to Alicia Fox, and Alicia Fox's cell was fantastic. Oh man, really? What'd it she was do? so good. She kind of did. So she hits it, she bounces up, and kind of does like a corkscrew. Ah, that's oh man, and that she, sounds. And cool. she left her 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 legs kind of fluid, so they were they kind of flew through the air a little bit. It was yeah. great. It was great. So that's awesome. It was fantastic. This was a fun match. Uh, impressive showing. For, it was quick. I wasn't gone that long. No, you weren't. Uh, Mickey James um, was in this match as well as the uh, gauntlet match. Um, and 
again, she just had a really strong showing. New gear on the second episode of Raw. Bailey was really selling leg injury in the first episode, and so she comes out totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember we hit the the fast forward. Yes, machine. I know. We we time yeah. traveled a week. I understand. Yeah. Um, anyways, Bailey picks up the win, pinning Mickey James after a Bailey to belly. As soon as the bell rings, riot squads in the ring attacking the faces. What's the thing that happens? Well, sometimes if you hit, is a Charlie horse? You hit your yeah, knee you, and it like starts tingling. Well, usually a Charlie horse is in your thigh. You okay. hit your thigh and it knots up. All right. Now, okay. Now, what's what's the thing? Like you get hit on the knee and then like it'll start tingling down the knee or down the leg. Oh, I don't know. I forget. I don't know what that is. Maybe she just had that. Anyways, could be uh, backstage and put some ice on it. All good. So yeah, I show up with my popcorn. It was like way too salty. Riot squad attacks after the bell. Did you already mention that? Yeah. All right, cool. They all, they're all wearing new stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had a Paul Heyman promo. What a surprise. Um, so I mean, I said like legitimately, that was really surprising. They flew Heyman all the way out to Sacramento just to deliver a promo. I know. I know. Really we should surprising. have reached him out to him on Twitter and said, We'll give you fifty dollars to show up at the going in our office, and we can interview you. Yeah, pick your, pick your brain. Yeah, we'll we'll treat you to lunch. Yeah, this was great. So I don't know what the television broadcast <laughs> is going to show, but when he started, so the gimmick was he was to sing "Silent Night," but mm-hmm. with his own Paul Heyman lyrics regarding uh, the Royal Rumble match with Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar. Um, as he started to sing into the microphone, the microphone was not activated. Something was wrong with it. And so he starts to sing it, and then he realizes what's going on, and he starts doing this to see if there's sound. And then he says, finally gets he gets sound to the microphone, and he says, it's obvious the sound man is from Sacramento. Ooh. 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 I think I have that line in the travel vlog, too. I don't Good. know when I'm putting that up. But Good. That, I think that's in there, probably after this episode, because I don't want any... Spoilers. Spoilers. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that was fun. That was neat. That was good. Uh, and then he sang, and then, and then he reset because he's a professional, mm-hmm. and he knows they have to do take two. He reset, and that's probably what you're going to see, but there was a botch beforehand. He reset, and he did Silent Night, um, and then he gave uh, a Paul Heyman promo. Um, these are, if, if you ever get a chance to see a Paul Heyman promo live, they're fantastic. Even when he goes into sort of even Paul Heyman autopilot mode, mm-hmm. if you see it live, you won't know that it's autopilot because no, it's fantastic. No, it's still captivating. Yeah. Um, he's uh, talking about how Brock's going to win. Braun comes out. Interrupts him. He says some stuff about when Braun was a little monster, he, he wanted to... Santa to bring him a replica title. And now that he's a grown-up monster, he wants the real deal. 
but Brock's not going to do, I don't know what it no, was. No, probably not. Anyways, a uh, uh, bronze music hit. He walks down, no sling. He has his elbow wrapped. Mm-hmm. He gets from Heyman's face, puts a red little ball Rudolph nose on, on him. him and some antlers. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Look, it's Paul Heyman, the red nose Advocate. Advocate, yeah. Says, you tell your client that the Royal Rumble is going to get these hands. I'm going to be healed up. You're going to get these hands. So, and that yeah. was it. That was pretty much it. That was pretty much it. Braun. After that, we had... Uh, this was great. I was surprised this wasn't the main event. Me too. It was yeah. really good, though. Yeah, it was good. Uh, so, Natalia versus Ronda Rousey. So they've established, obviously, that Natalia and Ronda Rousey are friends, training partners. And so uh, the whole vibe of this walking in was, we're friends, so this will be a friendly battle for the title. Yeah. And that's how it started out. It started out with jockeying for position, Matt wrestling. Um, this is really the first match I can think of where Ronda had to wrestle predominantly on the mat, and she did great. Yeah, she did. Which shouldn't be surprising given her her, her experience. Yeah. Um, a lot of awesome judo throws, and you just knew at a certain point things were going to start getting a little chippy. Mm-hmm. And it did when uh, Natalia uh, evaded a uh, move from Ronda. Ronda ends up uh, eating the ring post. Mm-hmm. And from there, it got a little more strike heavy. Yeah. Um, I would love to think, I think this is an, this could be, this could be an important lesson for Rhonda in terms of her character, not the performer, the character. You can't be friends. Yeah. Cause there's one moment where Natalia's on the mat, Rhonda grabs her arm, it's about to go for the arm bar and has, she's hesitant. Because she doesn't want to hurt her friend. Mm-hmm. Natalia takes advantage, goes for a roll-up or something. Uh, Ronda kicks out. Um, it all eventually leads to Ronda being in the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she tries to get the ropes. Natalia pulls her back to the middle. She tries to get the rope again. Natalia pulls her back to the middle. But as she's pulling her back to the middle, Ronda kind of ducks under Natalia and transitions immediately into an arm bar. Yeah. Natalia taps. Yeah. Um, uh, Ronda immediately goes down. No, as I, soon as it's like even before the bell rings, once she sees Natty as tapping, soon as the she first tap happens, she basically lets she lets go. So she carried it all the way through, and then immediately, you know, started apologizing profusely and checking on her condition and stuff. Right, and you know, the lesson is there. It's you can't you can't be friends in the ring. Like you can't do that. And I I I would be really interested for them to explore that idea mm-hmm. because they don't very often. Mm-hmm. It's usually. Everything's good. I think it's I think it's ground that could be covered in an interesting way. I doubt they will, but I think it's ground that could be covered covered in an interesting way. And I thought this match was very effective in yeah. telling the story, even if it's just for one match. I thought yeah. it was good. Yeah. Because Rhonda's gonna get to the point where she's got three friends coming in between six months and a year from now, whenever it's gonna be. Yeah. She has three friends coming in um that are all bad guys in their universe. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, when you show up on Raw, everything changes. Everything could be completely different, yes. But um, how is that all going to go down? I think there's some interesting character ground they could tread with Ronda. Yes, yes. Given that, and especially if they play up her her smile, which is always so happy to be here, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. They play that up so much, and she does such a good job doing it. Um, you know, at a certain point, it's like you have to, like, Shayna Baszler is, like, such a contrast to her best friend Ronda Rousey, she is there to dominate. She's not there to make friends at all. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting how they approach it. When they approach, when they get to Shayna and Ronda, that's going to be really interesting. Oh, I know. Because they are diametrically opposed oh, in their I philosophies. I know. Uh, next, a match between Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal. Uh, this was pretty short. This is Heath's first match since not being a ref anymore, apparently. Um, pretty early on, Santa appears in the crowd throwing out merch. Yeah. I was sad he wasn't near us. I know. I wanted some merch. Makes his way ringside um, right as uh, Jinder is laying it to Heath. Sort of made me laugh, too, because uh, somebody, the guy behind us said, because obviously, you know, when you think it, it was Santa, Heath Slater, you know who it's going to be. And the guy behind us said, I bet that's Kurt Angle. Oh, I know. I'm like, like in a fat suit? Because it was a big stocky dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's one big stocky dude that. And it's like, it's right now. If I said to you, I was like, that's totally right now. Fairly obvious. It's, it's right now. Yeah. So, uh, oh, Heath hits his, uh, his uh, kick for a finish, goes for the pin. Singh Brothers coming to break it up. It's a DQ brawl in the ring. Santa comes to the ring. It's totally Rhino. He fends off the Singh Brothers, gores Jinder. Uh, he takes his hat and the beard off. He's Rhino, hugs Heath. Mm-hmm. All good. Feel good moment there. Call uh, The call up. Well, they, the Rhino the re-debut. Rhino has been an next The re-debut of Rhino. Time. The ECW call up, Rhino. I know. Uh, next, Seth interview with. Spoke about that briefly earlier where he, he was asked, are you worried about Dean interfering in your match tonight against Baron Corbin? He goes, not really. Uh, I got to take care of, uh, of Baron, then I'll deal with Dean. Yeah. Main event, Seth versus Baron. What I say to you during this match? Even Baron operates with more purpose in the ring than Dean Ambrose. Does. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He does. Dean, Baron is one. It's so funny, dude, that... The the match before TLC was a stellar match, and it was between Seth and Baron. Mm-hmm. And then they have that stinker TLC match, and they go back to Seth and Baron. And it's fun. And it's fun. Like, Baron's not the best wrestler. He's capable. He's fine. He he plays to his own strength, which he moves really well for a guy his size. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and he keeps the pace up. When he slows down, it gets a little plodding. But so long as he's in a, in the ring with someone like Seth, who likes to, who I would assume prefer to work a really fast pace, um, he can hang with those guys. He can keep up with them, and generally the matches are fun to watch. Yeah. And I don't know if it's partially they think since Dean, because Dean used to be almost like hyperactive as a face, just running all over the mm-hmm, place. He never, yeah. he only ever did wrestles or submission holds yeah. as a face. And I get as a heel, you want to change your style so it's less pleasing to the crowd. I understand that to a degree. Shouldn't be dull, though. Yeah, I understand that if you want to change your style. Like, if he wants to become more of a power wrestler doing the body Mm -hmm. slams and power moves and stuff, that's fine. But don't change your style to such a degree that it makes you boring to watch. Yeah. You know? And, like, the level of intensity, even when he was doing rest holes and submission moves, I just didn't see it there. Like, he was actually trying to punish Seth. Yeah. Or be cruel towards him. It's like, all right, this is a move where I'm... the audience is going to think I'm bending you to, to you know, inflict pain upon you, mm-hmm. but I'm not really going to do it to such an extent where it's believably executed like I'm actually hurting you. Yep, yep. And I'll know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's almost his style is checked out. You yeah, know? But I, know. I, don't, I don't believe as a performer he is checked out. I don't. I mean, I'm a, the, the, the material... In his promos is fairly aimless. But yeah. That's just the material he's been given to work with. Well, it seems like, too, that's translating in his ring work. Yeah. It's just a little bit of everything. But his promo work, I think he's giving his promo work a lot. And, like, he can be a captivating guy. 
but it's the Bray Wyatt thing. It's they give him it's it's just, you know, talk in circles. Dean seems like the kind of guy that I'm not sure they write a script for. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's like they might collaborate with him mm-hmm. um, or he just takes whatever they give him. And then he does what he does. Yeah. It's kind of like you remember the uh, remember the artist Simon Bisley, mm-hmm. the guy who used to do Lobo yeah. back in the day is yeah. a comic book reference. Um, apparently he used to take scripts. I forget where I read this. I read this somewhere. Maybe it was even an interview with him. He used to take scripts and then like the, the publisher, the writer would get back artwork that like kind of resembled what they wanted. <laughs> like He just wanted to draw cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And if he found cool stuff in the script to draw, he'd draw it. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd get the letter to figure it out. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that's the case with Dean. It's like, here's the script. Uh, you know, and then he just figures out how he wants to go about it. Yeah, yeah. Because he does. He seems like the kind of guy who he can take a basic point and be effective with it. I just don't think any of the basic points they're giving him mean anything. I know. Maybe if he had a better sense of who and what his character is, that could translate. Why? Just why is he doing what he's doing? Yeah, I know. Why is he doing it? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Because we've heard. Why? This is retribution for past misdeeds. Seth is a fraud. Seth is a fraud. He's a scumbag. Uh, uh, what else has he said? There's something else too. There was yeah, there was one other thing. I don't know what it was. I forget. Well, and somehow the vaccination stuff played into that too. Yeah, I still don't get that either. He called it, he called Sacramento dirty too, which admittedly. But there's something else, anyways. Yeah. There's you know this it's like floating rationale for why he's doing what he's doing. Just give us concrete reason mm-hmm. real motivation mm-hmm. and then there, maybe everything else will follow because of that yeah uh, in any event uh seth rollins picked up the win with a stomp mm-hmm. um and yeah like you said it was a fun match these guys have good chemistry with each other i know a lot of people i i can almost guarantee a lot of people are gonna be like burns in the main event and i get it optically it looks terrible because they promised new matchups and this is literally a matchup from you know right before but at the TLC. same time it's a loose end that kind of needs wrapping up. Nobody's gonna watch anyways. It's Christmas Eve. So. They should though, because it was a fun episode. It's fun. It's they focus on wrestling. Was there five matches, six matches? Well, I mean, it's a matter of do you really want to be like hanging out with your family? Seven I matches. do. I like my family. I do too. But you know, I'm not saying you have to watch it Christmas Eve. DVR. Watch a couple days later. Plenty of people are probably. I mean, I don't know. I'll put it. I'll actually put it this way. I'll actually put it this way. A lot of people out there, man. I'm just anecdotally. A lot of people, freaking our friend Pulse, tweeted out the other day, I'm stepping away from WWE for a bit. I'm not going to quit it, but he's just, he's burnt out. Oh, I get that. I was talking to Mikey Omega, burnt out. I think there is a wave of people who are simply burnt out. Right now might be a good time because they're not doing anything of significance. That's true. Right now is a great time. Just stop. Take a couple weeks off. Just take a couple weeks off. Just stop. Just Get yourself off it. And then once we head into Rumble season. Oh, one thing we forgot to mention during Drew's. Uh, oh, he mentioned he's in the Rumble. That's right. Yeah. First person to officially declare for the Rumble. Yeah, he says, when I win the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. yep. I'll main event WrestleMania. Yeah. So come back around. Once once the Rumble starts heating up and then we got the Mania season. Are they doing a what's between Rumble Fast and Lane? Fast Lane. Oh, yeah. That's traditionally the worst pay-per-view of the year. It's one of them, yeah. 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 Um, Come back for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, we'll Watch be here for Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom. We'll be for Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, really, if the only thing that's kind of causing a little bit of burnout in my mind is just those two episodes of NXT UK. 
It's a lot. It's too much. It's a lot. You wouldn't think an extra hour or two would push one over the edge, but it really does. Yeah. Especially looking at our schedule over there. And it's a There's mess. There's no way to get out of watching those this week, huh? Well, we just not want to not do it. 26. Or we can do what we were supposed to do last week. Does each of us watch one? Yeah, no. I always ruin that, though. Well, we only tried it once. Yeah, probably ruin it again. I don't know. We'll figure it out. They, yeah, it's probably going to be two until when's that takeover? The 12th. The 12th. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So it's only three more weeks, I guess. Two or two and a half. Number one. Let's answer some questions. Where? We don't have any. Steve here says, where do they go now from here? Well, I'm guessing next week we'll have Drew versus Dolph blow off match. That should be a number one. They should do that. Uh, Get that storyline wrapped up and move on to another thing. I agree with that. Hey, what did you think about this? (sighs) Drew after the match was really laying in a Dolph. Yeah. Finn. Oh, he's done with it. Yeah. He walked away. That's messed up, right? No. No? No. Dolph Dolph had, hey, this is the bed you made. Finn's got no love for Dolph. That's been established. Yeah. He doesn't care what happens to him. Still. It's not his business. Drew's being a jerk. Finn got his W. I don't know, man. I'd feel a little bit bad. You think he went backstage and chuckled a bit? He looked at the monitor. Oh, yeah. I think he's beating him up. He said, Dolph, Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler. Thanks, YouTube. I can't. I'm not allowed to curse now. Yeah. I can't do my Prince Devin impression, the one nope. that I like so much. Yep. Anyways. Oh, do you want to do a play preview? Oh, we can do that. <laughs> we got time to, to <laughs> fill. <laughs> we got no questions. Here, we'll do a Royal Rumble. All right. Guess the order of eliminations correctly. Perfect. I'll do Royal Rumble 1994. I'm going to do 1998. Okay. I know who won that one. Will you do 94? Maybe I'll do... Hold on. No. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to do 98. Test your... Pretty sure I watched that one, so... 98? Oh, I know we both did. We might have done a book of the match on it. I have six matches here. How many do you have? (gasps) Wow, I have six. Wow! Lines up for once. I'll start. No, wait a second. Oh, never mind. I've got, well, seven, including the Rumble. Oh, okay. We'll just... Do you have a, a dark match? Um... No, but I can get rid of the first one. Okay. <clears throat> uh, first match, dark match. Jim Powers took on the Brooklyn Brawler. Jim Powers? Nope. Oh, what? It's dark match, man. Oh, that's irritating. You thought that was a gimme. Think again. Uh, I have to do all mine, right? No, you skipped the first one. I skipped the first one. Okay. A six-man tag team match with Sonny, a special guest referee. Max Mini, Mosaic, and Nova defeated. Shit. <laughs> I'll do the other match. Okay. It was the Lily Eyes yeah. match. Yeah. <laughs> tripping, dude. I'm tripping. All right. Gold Dust versus Vader in a singles match. Vader. Uh, very good. I actually would have said Gold Dust because Vince didn't. He wasn't huge on Vader. No, Interesting. <clears throat> Next, a singles match Bam Bam Bigelow versus Tatanka. Bam Bam. No. Oh, my. What is going on here? Bam Bam's a huge star. Singles match for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. 
Ken Shamrock versus the champion, The Rock. What was the they had a, another match had a wonky finish? Can't remember if it was there or Mania. Uh, I'll say Shamrock by DQ. The Rock by DQ. Ah. Next for the tag team titles, Brett and Owen versus the Quebecers. Who is the who came in as champion? Quebecers. Well, the Quebecers. Mm-hmm. Brett and Owen are tag team champions, really? Together? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, tag team match for the WWF Tag Team Championship. Uh, the champions. Oh, you didn't know. The New Age Outlaws mm-hmm. versus uh, Legion of Doom. I'll say New Age Outlaws. Wrong. Oh, Never wow. bet against the Legion of Doom. Well, I lost them at some point between that and Mania. Uh, next match for the Intercontinental Championship: Irwin R. Shyster taking on Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon. Yeah. Chico. You're like when Pritchard referred to Scott Hall as Ramon. I know. Uh, oh, then they did the Rumble, so I did have six matches. Oh, okay. Whoops. I don't really know how to solve that one. Uh, the Royal Rumble match. <laughs> who won it? <laughs> what year, 98? Oh, Stone Cold. <laughs> Very good. Who eliminate? Who did he last eliminate? I know this too. Oh, that'll no. be the bonus. That'll be the bonus. Oh, okay. It was The Rock. Very good. Uh, casket match for WWF title. Uh, the challenger, The Undertaker, versus the champion, Yokozuna. Oh, Undertaker. Nope. Oh, man. Oh, wait a second. What was that? I was not paying attention. Yoko, was it for the championship? Yes. Oh, man. Yokozuna totally won that. What? Pay attention, man. Yeah, I do. <clears throat> well, I know Luger and Hart won the Royal Rumble, yes. so I got that one. Yes. Uh, and then a casket match for WWE Championship. Uh, oh, HBK, champion, versus, HBK versus The Undertaker. HBK goes over, hurts his back, though. Very good. I win. Good job. How many did you get? Four. Four. Summer. I could have. Did not pay attention. What am I yeah, doing? you got to pay attention. What am man? I even doing? I don't man? know. I, I don't know what you're dumb doing. Dumb hat on my head. It's Christmas. I'm stressed out. Too Why many are you stressed out? To buy. Got too many presents. Well, hopefully by this point you've bought all the gifts. None of the stores are open. It's Christmas. It's Christmas Eve night. I yeah. still have time. Well, how later people place? Well, no, this goes up at eleven. Everything's oh, closed. Oh man, everything's closed. I could go buy them. I'll go to the convenience store and you get a ruined, bag of chips. You ruined Christmas. Bags of chips for everybody. And beer, <laughs> beef jerky, and Pabst Blue Ribbon. There you go for everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Anyways, yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. Hope you guys have a good one. I hope yes. you guys are safe. Hope you guys are having a good time. Uh, there is some music for you. Maybe not. Silver bells. There you go. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a fun time, and uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. 
but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.